Hello and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Brian the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes. Hello. And Brendan the Producer Pika. Hey yo. Welcome in for our what month is it? May? Our mid-May it's May. podcast. Yep. It's almost June. Man, the rumors are swirling. We are getting closer and closer to football. All Thank is right God. in the world. Thank God. Uh, man, I'm excited, guys. I hope you guys are having a good start to summer so far. Yeah, May's been going back quick, which is good because we're just we're just one step closer to uh, closer to August. Started uh, looking at some some mock drafts already, getting prepared for the season. So a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's still a lot of things to talk about, uh, and I guess we'll we'll get into that very shortly. Yeah, Andrew, you can just jump right into it, my friend. You Let's can break do down the Julio news. Yeah, so Julio, a couple days ago, uh, went on Skip and Shannon Undisputed. It's a TV talk show. Uh, and Shannon Sharp just called Julio, trying to convince him to go to Dallas like as a joke. Uh, and then when asked if he's staying in Atlanta, Jones responded with, I'm out of here, not knowing that he was on live television. So. It's kind of clear that Julio wants out of Atlanta. Uh, I know that Ian Rappaport reported that like Julio Jones handed in a, a transfer request or a trade request about two months ago. So it seems like Julio Jones will not be in Atlanta next season. So where's Julio going? I think that's the question. Where's Julio going and how does this affect fantasy? <laughs> Yeah, uh, two huge questions. Um, Julio Jones is 32. Last season missed some games to injury. Uh, but when healthy, I mean, he's a he's a top five wide receiver in this league. And I think there's a legit argument to be made. When he's 100%, he is the best wide receiver in football. Um, Sheesh. Okay. I, I'm a huge Julio. I mean, he's so good at what he does. He doesn't have a flaw yeah. in his game other than touchdowns. But, you know, I don't think that's because of Julio. I don't think that's Julio's fault. Um, when he said he, he's leaving, uh, he wants to go to a contender. And he has yep. said, you know, he wants to go to the Patriots, which I don't yep. think is a contender. But yeah, I, don't, got, I wouldn't count that as a contender. They've got know. the cash. He's got a huge contract. Mm. And I'm pretty sure he's not willing to restructure all that much. No. Um, so as far as fantasy implications... You know, Andrew, you and I and Brendan have talked about how, you know, I think his value is highest in Atlanta. You know, this offense was built yeah, around him. No he's got a quarterback he's used to, got Calvin Ridley on the other side of the ball. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think at best he'll be as good <laughs> somewhere else. Certainly not better, in my opinion. Uh, you know, when I think about best fit for Julio, you know, he wants to go to a contender. So that that limits things. Um but really what I would love to see, I'll, I'll give you two teams. Okay. I'll give you two teams. One yeah. is the Titans. Uh, yeah. We saw this team lose Corey Davis, Johnny Smith, mm-hmm. Arthur Smith, Adam Humphreys. Yep. Adam Humphreys. Arthur Smith, that, actually, that's a very good point. Arthur Smith, offensive coordinator. That's a big deal. Right. So huge deal for this offense. You know, all those targets are getting vacated. They already have mm-hmm. an elite wide receiver, AJ Brown. You know, that's just that's something Julio's familiar with playing opposite Calvin Ridley. So the targets are available. Imagine as a defense trying to stop those two guys. 
You can't. Yeah, who do you cover? And Derrick Henry. I mean, that's something that was not in Atlanta was a stud running back like Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. And we saw in playoffs, this team struggled when Derrick Henry gets stopped. That's when they lose. So if you add this additional elite wide receiver, actual game changer, I think the Titans, you know, we saw them get close two years in a row to the Super Bowl. I think Julio would, you know, I think there's a legit chance he goes there. Uh, the other team, selfishly, I'm going to say the Packers. That's a good one. You know, uh, Aaron Rodgers has been whining for a new wide receiver. Uh, he wants talent, uh, you know, apart from him. And for two consecutive years, we saw the Packers get, you know, within a within a sneeze of the Super Bowl. Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's the most frightening offense in football. So if they go, if, if Julio goes there, you know, that'd be bad for Adams. Probably be bad mm-hmm. for Julio. Um, but Packers as a whole, oh my gosh. I, yeah. I can't, I mean, you could not ask for a better quarterback or a better system to play in. So I think those would be the two best fits for Julio. Um, he's used to playing with another elite receiver, upgrade at quarterback and running back and offense. And, you know, I think I think he could be Super Bowl bound. So those are my two preferences and what I think would be best for Mr. Jones. Yeah, that that's that's not bad. And I completely stand by the point where Julio is going to be the best if he stays in Atlanta. I think if he goes anywhere else, his value is going to drop no matter what team he goes to, because there's no quarterback that threw the ball more last year than the Atlanta Falcons. They're in a very competitive division with a terrible defense. Uh, It it just, I don't see him going. I don't see him going to another team and being a a top 10 receiver. I know he's that talent, but I just don't see the opportunity uh, like he has in Atlanta. The next thing you have to look at is what teams can afford him. His contract is, is his base salary is at fifteen million? You got a the salary cap is a struggle this year, so you need to look at teams that that can afford him as well. And then you need a team with a that that is like you said a competitor, and you need a team with a good quarterback. That is a lot of credentials, and I just don't really see a team out there that has those credentials. We talked about New England Patriots being the top rumor. Tennessee Titans wouldn't be bad. I know there's rumors of Las Vegas Raiders, which is mind-boggling to me. Uh, when I think about the best landing spot for Julio in terms of teams that can afford it and teams that could still be able to compete, it's not great. But surprisingly, as much as I hate to say it, San Francisco is towards the top of my list. It has Ooh. not been talked about at all. It is kind of, uh, and I'm a Brandon Ayuk owner. I love Brandon Ayuk. I think he's going to take a big step forward this year, and I hope he's the wide receiver one. But if the 49ers aren't confident about that, they can bring in Julio for a one-year deal, and that's going to help out whatever quarterback they that they decide to start. Now, that's the issue right there, is Julio Jones is not going to be as productive because it's either going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, but it is still a competing team when they're healthy. There's not really a, a, a top dog in San Fran because Debo Samuel is there. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is, is fine, but we really haven't seen an outstanding receiver for a long time. So that one's kind of, I think flying under the radar. I don't think many people are talking about that uh, too much. And then I guess the other team uh, to see 
this is the issue. It 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 doesn't really help, but Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I think would man, be a fine I'd team for Julio Jones to go yep. to. I would uh, love that. Carson, yeah, Carson Wentz theoretically should uh, be better than he performed last year. The Colts really are just missing that one, uh, that one position in receiver. You know, T.Y. Hilton is is there. He's getting old. Uh, Michael Pittman theoretically should take a step up. You have all these players like Zach Pascal, Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman, who all should be good, but haven't taken that leap forward. With the addition of Julio Jones, that is going to just boost your your team as a whole. They have the amazing ground game in Jonathan Taylor, and then they can add one of the best talents. Uh, I guess I, I want to say out of in NFL history, Julio Jones is up there with one of the most talented receivers in history. Right. You add him to the Colts, and that is really going to be beneficial for Carson Wentz and I guess the entire offense. So. Yeah, it, it in terms of of fantasy implications, I still think Julio Jones, wherever he lands, is going to drop in value, uh, and I don't. I'm not going to be targeting him. Um, I don't think at all, uh, just because the most likely rumors are the Patriots and the Titans, and I'm not too big a fan of either of those teams uh, for Julio, but Calvin Ridley. That is a boost in value. Calvin Ridley, we we always talk about, oh, he's great when Julio Jones isn't playing. Well, yeah, here you go. This could be a full season of no Julio Jones. Calvin Ridley emerged as the number, what, four, five receiver last year in fantasy, and he can theoretically finish as number one. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't dispute I that at all. I think Calvin Ridley is... You know, if Julio mm. Jones is gone, Calvin Ridley, as cliche as it is, is the new Julio Jones. <laughs> so, you know, I yeah. think you get I mean, prime it happened Julio with, with Roddy White. Yeah, mm. I mean, we've seen this play before. Yep. Uh, bad mm-hmm. defense, great wide receiver, a quarterback yep. who feeds him. That's a recipe for success, especially with Pitts in the mix. A lot of passing. Yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be a going to be a fun offense. Yeah, well, that's that's a big storyline. We will obviously keep you posted on if this changes, which it sounds like it will. And today we have a special. Sure. Do you want to make just a quick bet? Just put it it on the record who we predict is going to go, because I'm going to predict. New England Patriots, and it's going to suck. I was going to say Patriots, too. Okay, we can both go Patriots. Okay, we just want to. I think we should put it on the record. That's not as fun. Patriots. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be somewhere that's not what it should be. So it's not going to be fun for Julio. So nope. if you can sell Julio right now, <laughs> he's better. But yeah, yeah. Well, and today we have a fun episode for you. We're going to do some mm-hmm. buy and sell. Uh, Andrew, I'm not sure if this is the case for you, but I have no idea the buy and sell questions Brendan I, is going to present to yeah, us. I don't. And no. uh, Andrew and I are going to make our cases buy or sell this is going to be our i'm sure we will agree disagree and we will see where it takes us so brendan you have the stage my friend we'll see yeah this this is a lot of pressure i gotta pick the good questions here um Mm -hmm. but i'm I'm gonna start it out with buy are you buying or selling Er smith finishing as a top 10 tight end this season Mm. Uh, i'm gonna go sell me to go first on this one oh i'll go first Uh, i'm gonna go sell uh this this is not in a perfect Mike Zimmer world, this is not 
a pass happy offense like it was last year. Uh, they want it to be Dalvin Cook, strong defense team. I think their defense is getting better. I think they're healthy. I think Zimmer's going to set them straight. Uh, and there's not enough volume to keep Thielen, Jefferson, and Irv Smith happy. I think Irv Smith takes a big step forward this year. I think it's more real football than fantasy football. I am selling Irv Smith as a top 10 tight end. All right. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to agree with you there. As much as I want Irv Smith to be a a top 10 tight end this season, there is a lot of hype around him. I think top 15 is is not out of the question, but there are a lot of tight ends that I think are going to perform better than him. Um, you know, there's 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 players that are were around the top 10 last year that I don't see Irv Smith passing up, for example, Mike Gesicki, Noah Fant. Um, you know, Janu Smith is still going to be a, a top 10 um, option over Irv Smith. So there's Dallas Goddard stepping up. Yeah, it, it, I think there's just too much competition. Um, and for, you know, tight ends usually around that tier are very touchdown dependent. I don't see Irv Smith uh, getting enough touchdowns to finish top 10. Yeah, I, I'm on board with you guys. I'm, I'm selling top 10 on, on Irv Smith. Let's, uh, this one might, might stir up a little bit. Uh, Cam Akers will be top 10 this season. Man, Andrew, I know you're going to say sell, so I'll spoil yes. that. Uh, I'm in. Yep. You know, we saw the Rams offense has always been extremely productive for their RB1. Uh, we saw Todd Gurley succeed uh, for a series of years there. Even a bad Todd Gurley we saw do, you know, have moments of fantasy greatness. Sean McVay is an offensive genius. His offensive line is fine. Um, and with Matthew Stafford in the mix, you know, that just opens things up even more. His offense is going to have more opportunities. Matthew Stafford is the check down king. He is elite at involving his running backs in the passing game. And Cam Akers, we saw last year, he was phenomenal in the passing game. That's where he did a lot of his damage was through the air. So I'm thrilled i think in ppr leagues especially cam Akers has the talent we saw it last year when he was given the opportunity i don't think you put that genie back in the bottle rams offense is going to the moon stafford's taking him there and cam Akers is along for the ride all right here we go so if the question was is it possible that cam Akers can finish top 10 <laughs> i will say absolutely but is it going to not a chance not a chance we haven't seen enough from cam Akers. Uh, for me to feel confident saying he's a top 10 guy. There's just too much competition there. We've only seen three total touchdowns from Cam Akers last season. We've only seen one game where he had over 100 yards. I I just, I need to see more. And he actually, when I'm looking at the stats, it, it seemed like he was great through the air, but he only had 11 receptions for 123 yards and a touchdown. I know that's going to improve with Matthew Stafford because all of his running backs turn into uh, receivers. I just don't think that he's going to outperform uh, in terms of the receiving game. I don't think he's going to outperform players like Jonathan Taylor or uh, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift. They're all going to be better in the receiving game. And that's really what you need to do in order to be a, a top 10 running back. You need to be, you need to have that dual threat capability unless your name is Derrick Henry. And then that's a little bit different, but I don't see a, enough, uh, 
points coming through the air for Cam Akers. I also haven't seen enough production out of him. We've seen two games where he where he was a, a an RB1, where he finished with RB1 numbers. I need to see way more for me to say he's a top 10 guy. There are 15 running backs that I would feel more comfortable taking uh, over Cam Akers. And I say comfortable, uh, I'm not going to say has a higher upside than Cam Akers because Akers does have that high upside, but everybody's comparing him to Todd Gurley, saying he's the next Todd Gurley. That is, uh, Todd Gurley is, was a crazy talent. Yeah, not I every running back for the Rams are gun- is going to turn into Todd Gurley. That is his upside, like you said. I just don't believe that that upside is is going to be reached this season. Uh, and I'd like to offer a final rebuttal because I can't yeah. have Andrew have the last word on this one. Yep, uh, that's fair enough. Huge Acres believer, and mm-hmm. Andrew's right. You know, it is more risky. This is someone we have not seen it's a lot risk. of. Here's yeah. the bonus: uh, less beat up in the NFL because of that. Yep. We saw him earn this job uh, mm-hmm. and truly, you know, the way you get ahead in fantasy football is anticipating the wave before it arrives. I yeah. saw enough movement. Yeah. I saw enough talent and coach trust and ability mm-hmm. uh, this past season to make me believe here's this opportunity in front of him. If he seizes it, which once again is right now is speculation. He will be a top 10 receiver or a top 10 running back. So, Andrew, yeah. I totally get you're playing it safe. That is a OK. Yeah, um, I get your you know, point, too. He's he's going to be one of those people. If he hits the way I expect him to, he's going to be a league yeah. winner. He's going to be someone you can get outside the top 10 that will finish there. That is what wins fantasy championships. I think he gets there. You know, if you want to play it safe, that's fine. Don't t- don't pick mm-hmm. him as a top 10. Um, but I I Would- firmly believe. If Cam Akers, barring injury, it's going to be a top 10 running back this season. Would you feel comfortable drafting him at the 204? Because that's where oh, he's 100%. right now. Yep. 204. Okay. See, I think I actually talked about it last episode where I think that that's slightly overrated because in that 204 position, I talked about how I want to have a more, uh, I want to feel, uh, I want to have more confidence in that 204 i don't want to take as big of a risk for a a top player that i'm drafting but so that was last episode you can listen to that later but yeah andrew Najee harris or cam makers yeah oh uh cam makers okay i'm i i should say i'm 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 not that low on him i do like cam makers this season and i do think he has a chance to compete for top 10 i just i see more top 15 as a as a realistic option yep all right well cool brendan fair enough yeah, let's let's move on to the next. Hey, Brandon, you have to be the tiebreaker. Do... Oh, he's oh, got... I have to be the tiebreaker. Yeah, there you go. Uh-oh. Let's put more pressure on. Him. Yeah, that's. Well, I'm I'm this uh, this is actually um, I don't want to say it's easy, but I I already have an answer for this. Yeah, I am selling Cam Akers as the top ten. There you go. <laughs> yeah, let's do the next one. Let's go. Um, will Lamar Jackson finish top ten? I'm assuming QBs this yes. season. Yes. Yeah. Top 10 QBs. Top 10 yeah. QB for Lamar Jackson. I can go first on this one if you want. Yeah, let's hear Give it. Give you a little bit more time to think. So he finished as the 10th quarterback last season. Just behind Justin Herbert, just above Kirk Cousins. You have some, some players, some quarterbacks that I think will be stepping up this season. Uh, Joe Burrow, I think, has top 10 potential. Jalen Hurts has top 10 potential. Uh, even rookies like Trevor Lawrence. Actually, just Trevor Lawrence as top 10 potential as well. Now, I'm assuming that we're 
counting Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson, if they are playing, I think I'm going to sell on Lamar Jackson finishing top 10. I think that that's that might be a little bit crazy. I think he's a fringe top 10 uh, player, but if he performs, I, I think in 2019 we saw his peak. I think that is a ceiling. That's the best of the best. I think he fell back down to earth in 2020, and I think this is kind of what we are going to expect out of Lamar Jackson for seasons to come. So him still being drafted as like the fourth best QB is crazy. I think that around that position rank 10 is more realistic for Lamar Jackson. But in a team that that is run, 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 there's not going to be a lot of passing from Lamar Jackson. And he will get a ton of rushing yards, but not a lot of passing TDs. I, I think that there's a good chance Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, uh, I, I seriously believe Joe Burrow could finish above Lamar Jackson just because they're going to be throwing for twice as many yards and almost twice as many passing touchdowns. Man, um, that's I'm honestly kind of surprised. I'm buying. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't have him as a yeah. I don't see him as an awesome, awesome option. And I am pretty far from being a Lamar believer. Yeah, but he is a talented talented running quarterback i mean i think it's safe to say the best ever it is not that tough (laughs) to be a top 10 quarterback when you have the cheat code of rushing you know he doesn't have to throw very much at all if in this team you know they know what they have they're not stupid they i mean they know they don't have a prolific passer they're gonna they're going to design this offense to maximize his strengths which is running so if he's right, if his head's right, he can fall into top 10. I, I'm not worried whatsoever this last year. This is a fall from grace. You know, we see that, you know, it's that rubber band snapback. But Lamar Jackson, I think, is a lock for top 10. Uh, once again, you know, it's not that hard when you're a running quarterback to end up there. You know, we've seen running quarterbacks. Cry. I mean, we saw his MVP season. Even if you're Kyler Murray this 60, year. 70% of that, you know, you're a top 10 oh, easy. Mm-hmm. So I'm buying Lamar. You know, I think it's, there's nothing to suggest he won't, you know, I, Trevor Lawrence is not beating out Lamar Jackson. No, I, I have zero Lawrence doubt would. about that. No. So, you know, they added to his weapons, Mark Andrews, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're another year better. You know, JK Dobbins is solid. This team is good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and they want Lamar to run it more than they want him to throw it anyway. Yeah, so, he's yeah. I mean, he's the RB one as well. He's gonna be. I mean, he might lead the the Ravens in rushing yards again this season, but I see some more red zone rushing uh, to J.K. Dobbins. So I actually see less rushing touchdowns for Lamar Jackson than he did last year at seven. I still predict about a thousand rushing yards, but. It's going to be a run first team, and I think that there's other quarterbacks that I'd like better. It's going to be close. I mean, it, my mind might change when we do our, our top 10 quarterbacks uh, towards the beginning of the season, which I'm already getting very excited for. He might be in the, in the lower top 10 in my book. So it could change, but as of right now, I, I, want, to go, uh, I want to go bold and say there's an opportunity he's not. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I actually, I agree with Bryant on this one. 
Um, so we did find something that Andrew and I disagree on. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm buying Lamar Jackson top 10. Um, all of the, the reasons that Brian brought up and Andrew just brought up, Lamar Jackson is the RB1 on this team. Sure, they, they have a, um, a tough schedule this, this year, but what year don't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's the Baltimore Ravens. They're in a tough division. I, I think Lamar Jackson gets it done again. Um, like it. All right, we're going to do one more buy or sell. Let's do it. So actually to follow up on the QB, our last one is going to be there will be two rookie quarterbacks in the top or for top 15 QBs this season. Two rookie Ooh. quarterbacks in the top 15. Two rookie quarterbacks. So when you look at quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence, I assume, should be one of them. I think he could finish top 15. Hmm. Then when you look at the quarterbacks, you have Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin, Justin Fields, Fields, Mac Jones. I don't think Mac Jones is going to play. No. Uh, or at least not not enough to be even a, a contender. Trey Lance is another big question mark. So I think it really comes down to is Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, could they finish top 15? Which is very tough. Uh, so top 15 last year, Cam Newton finished as quarterback 15. There's Big Ben, <laughs> Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins ahead of him. Do we see... So just to be clear, see, Andrew, you're yeah. saying, can you list off that name of really forgettable quarterbacks who were top 15? Yes. So uh, I'll, just, I'll just name you 11 through 15. Kirk Cousins. Trash. Matt Matt Ryan, trash. Derek Carr, garbage. Big Big Ben, washed. Cam Newton, yuck. Yeah, so I, I think I I think that Trevor Lawrence can finish better than at least three out of the five of these guys. Uh, I think that's possible. Ooh, it's tough. It's tough. I'm actually I'm gonna go with sell. I'm going to go with sell on this one. I don't think, I, I think that the Bears are going to be stupid and play Andy Dalton for way too long. So I think that Justin Fields is out of the question, which comes down to Zach Wilson, which I, going into the draft, I, I had him uh, as my QB four, just above Mac Jones, but I had him lower than Trey Lance. So I, th- I don't see Zach Wilson finishing as a top 15. I see him more along the, uh, the Jared Goffs and the oh. the yeah and the Baker Mayfields. I mean yeah, Baker Mayfields. He's a quarterback. He was quarterback seventeen. Great quarterback in the NFL. Just doesn't produce in fantasy. I I can see him having a mediocre season. I can see him being the next Sam Darnold. Um, if Damn. if trade lands, I know it's harsh, and he's a better opportunity than Darnold did. I like Robert Sala. A million a times better, better than, than Adam, Adam Gase. Gase. I mean, that's not even a... That's just a ridiculous comparison. And he he has the offensive line and the weapons that Sam Darnold didn't have. I just don't think he's going to do it his rookie year. Now, if you, if you told me that Trey Lance and Justin Fields are both starting week one, I think that there's a opportunity, but because there's a question mark around those two guys, and we only know that Zach Wilson is is going to be starting from week one um, among the, the rookie quarterbacks besides Trevor Lawrence. I, I'm going to go with no. But once we get word that Trey Lance and or Justin Fields are going to be starting week one, 
I think I'm going to change my answer to yes. But for now, I'm going to go sell. Yeah, I mean, Andrew, I think I'm going to give you a, a new fantasy code name of Trojan because you are as safe as it gets. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> I, I just don't see it. I just the don't see brand. Zach. That's funny. I, I, I mean, I get that. Okay. I get yep. that, but I don't, uh, <laughs> I just don't see it happening, man. Oh, no, you're just, you're so boring. Oh, have, just, just wait till the beginning fun, of the season. My friend. Uh, well, I said Trey, I said if Trey Lance plays, yeah. Trey Lance or Justin Fields, they shoot your shot, dog. Team. I'm, I'm buying. I just like. I'm buying. I like those two better than Wilson. You like listed off that 11 through 15. Yeah. And we talked at length last year of how mm-hmm. awful each of those guys was. Kirk they Cousins, were. you know, he was actually legit. So, you know, I shouldn't talk smack about Kirk. But yeah. Derek Carr blows chunks. Well, ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Oh, my. That was his worst season I can remember. It was his worst. So, season. you know, I, I understand. You know, there's going to be a learning curve. I'm buying. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, that is a legit wide receiver core that they have down there. Uh, and even it's better right. than that, their defense was like dead last in the NFL last season. And what's even better is they spent all of their <laughs> all their big picks this season on offensive players. So stupidly. Yeah, it, I mean, stupidly slash awesomely. This is this is yeah. Team YOLO. You know, I, I think Trevor can do it. So there's there's one. And here's another thing about rookie run or rookie quarterbacks. They run until they figure out how to throw. I mean, we remember Kyler Murray. I mean, that's Kyler that's Murray, what he did. He's still doing it. Kyler Murray, his rookie season, we really yep. saw him rely heavily on rushing before he figured out the throwing part of it too. And I mean, I, I don't need you guys to look it up right now, but Kyler Murray's rookie season, you know, I think he was sniffing around that top 15. Um, you know, that rushing, once again, back to the Lamar Jackson conversation, you know, it's a cheat code. It is way easier to, you know, have a really high floor when you're rushing. You know, it's one thing to not have a super high ceiling. It's another thing to have a high floor. So Cam Newton was straight garbage last season and he was top 15. I think Justin between Justin Fields and Trey Lance. Even if they don't play a full season, you know, even if they get the Herbert treatment, you know, I can really see where, you know, one, if not both of these guys, when they get the when they get the start, you know, they will be rushing, you know, uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan, he's done it before with with RG three, you know, he's no stranger to rushing quarterbacks, um, you know, Justin Fields, you know, I think he's super talented and I think he's talented enough to get it done. So between the rushing and the throwing talent, which I think both of these young men have, I don't think it'd be that hard for them to crack the top 15. To the point you mentioned, it depends how many games they have. But I think mm-hmm. even, you know, it's a 17-game season. Even if they miss out on two or three games, I think their production would be enough for them to be top 15. So I'm buying. Uh, Mac Jones, I don't think makes it. Uh, no. Zach Wilson, no, I, I don't think makes it. But between Lawrence, okay. Fields, um, and Trey Lance, I only need two of them to get the opportunity. Lawrence is doing it. I'm sure between Fields and Lance, one of them will get there. Yeah. So Kyler Murray, rookie year seventh. So that, (laughs) yeah, there you go. That's pretty damn good. That's pretty good. Um, One thing that we actually haven't talked about is the quarterbacks that 
uh, th- there's quarterbacks that I think are going to finish top 15 that didn't last year. Carson Wentz. Uh, for, for example, no, Joe Burrow because he got injured. Dak Prescott, he needs to be yeah. in there. Carson Wentz. Uh, J- Jalen Hurts. Maybe. Those those are those are three quarterbacks. I mean, I think Jalen Hurts has a just as good of a chance as <laughs> yeah, a better chance than every rookie quarterback except Trevor Lawrence. There's Tua who's supposed to take a big step forward. He's yeah. in that top fifteen contention. Yeah. I think he's on that same level with those rookies. I mean, I if yeah. if you ask me Tua or Zach Wilson, I oh. might be Tua. Yeah, Tua for sure. So so there's these quarterbacks that that there's no way that Big Ben or Derek Carr are going to finish top 15 next season. Let's hope not. Uh, neither will Cam Newton. I just think that there's other quarterbacks that are going to take that place. But, oh, I would love to see Trey Lance, or, or well, I guess not really Justin Fields, be, <laughs> be a top 15 just because he's on, on the Bears. But uh, Trey no, Lance. Mooney and Robinson? Man, I, love it. I think that would be solid. Uh, it's, Cole Komet? It's just the, the NFC North. You know, rivalry there. Oh, I see. You don't understand because okay. you're Green Bay, but we're trying to compete. We don't want to finish last. Uh, in the I'm NFC Green Bay North. for now. You're Green Bay for now, and we'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, I think that it'll be a fun episode to try to figure out what team you're going to cheer for next if Aaron Rodgers leaves. Do you think you'll just follow Aaron Rodgers, or will you just, you know, say just? <sighs> I don't want to be any part of background this. Background research. There's two teams yeah. that I am Ooh. contemplating right now. That, that do you want to share it or are you going to wait? Oh, I'll share it. Okay. I wanted to cheer for a team that has not gotten enough love. I wanted to cheer okay. for a team that they're underdogs, they're rising. I can be there for that struggle to the top. Okay. Two teams I'm trying to decide between Cincinnati Bengals with oh. Joe Burrow and the San no, not San Diego. LA Chargers <laughs> with Justin Herbert. These are two teams that awesome. have just sucked historically. It's just fun to watch. Just fun to watch. They're just going to be fun to watch. And if you They're lose, watch, well, so. I mean, it's the Chargers and the, and the, and yeah. the Bengals. You're, you're, you're expected when to they lose. win. Yeah. yeah, you can get this excited. Just flip tables. And- As a Packer fan, when we win, it's like, well, yeah, we we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'd be fun to experience a, a real nice. win again. So nice picking an AFC team. Yeah, there you go. It's good. Stay away <laughs> from the NFC. Yep. So it's yep. fun having a, a, an NFC team and an AFC team to cheer for. As you know, mine's the Dolphins. I love the Dolphins. Oh, God, you're the worst. Yeah. It's just such a me pick, isn't it? It, it just makes it sense. It is such a you yeah. pick. I love it. I love their uniforms. I love their oh players. God, I love Miles Gaskin. Yep. It's just great. There you it's go, just Andrew. great. I'm so excited for the season. Yeah, It's a good app. It's a good app. I just am so frustrated at you. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> I guess the last thing that we need is just my tiebreaker. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm buying. I'm He's buying, buying two rookie QBs yeah, within the top fifty. I like that. I like um, that. I I, well yeah, like like the big thing. It's either Trey Lance or Justin Fields in my eyes that gets that second spot, and I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is on the 49ers at the start of the season. Ooh. I think Trey Lance takes a spot. Nice. I like. That. I think I think he 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 could go top fifteen. I so, like that, dude. I really there we do. Go. I that's, really that's do. That's the buy or sell. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to our ramblings. And thank you so much for being here with us on this Barely Athletic podcast. If we can ask a small favor, if you can, please leave a review on whatever platform it is you choose to listen to us on. Uh, leave a review. Leave a rating. Spread the word. That's what keeps us going. 
And we look forward to sharing all the news and analysis with you as we inch closer to football season. Thank you all again. Have a great drive, a great day, a great night. Wherever you are, have a great one. See you next time.